0: your favorite mother-daughter duo is here with a show where nothing is off limits nothing is off limits mental health pop culture and the struggles of life there's nothing they won't talk about you'll laugh cry relate you may even hate they've got a lot to say so listen up Now, here are your hosts, Alexa and Carissa.
1: Everybody, welcome back to the Overwhelmed Podcast. I'm Alexa. And I'm Carissa. And we have a guest today, y'all. This is one of my good friends that we... How long have we been friends?
2: Like six, seven years, something like
0: that.
1: Yeah, we've been through it together in LA. And when I tell y'all, she is a badass. She inspires me. She is a... Talent and casting producer. She's worked with super huge TV show networks like VH1, MTV, Netflix, BET, Bravo, HGTV, Girl, pop the fuck off. My God. Just reading that, I'm like, (laughs) (laughs) okay, I'm in the presence of a legend.
0: Yes, yes.
1: And she is an executive producer and founder of her new production company, Miss Iris Productions. Hey. Oh, congrats, queen.
2: Thank you. Thank you.
1: So Drew's really been out here. Dude, we met in the funniest way, too.
2: Like. In the most L.A. of L.A. way. And you, I think you're actually the only friend, like, that I've ever actually prospered with in one of those scenarios. Do you want to tell it or?
0: Yeah, well, I we don't can... think I know this story. I feel like you've probably heard it, but. I don't think. I'll don't start know. it, you yeah. take it away. Okay.
1: So, basically, the gist of it is we were at an L.A. influencer party. Kean and JC, I think, to name drop. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. And, you know, everybody's a little bit lit. And I think I just went up to you out of literally an entire house of people. And I complimented you.
2: Yeah, you did. Did I? Yeah. And then, go ahead. You started talking and I, like, as a Southerner, I get excited to meet other Southerners. And so I was like, oh... Where are you from? Like, I can I can hear the accent. And then we just started talking. And then somehow we started talking about Kehlani. Oh my gosh, yes. Uh, and that we, kind of, we traded numbers and did the whole, like, let's totally hang out. Like, you know how you do in LA and then no one ever yeah,
1: actually out. No, But crying. the craziest part about us is like, we bonded because we loved Kehlani. And like, that was back when Kehlani wasn't as known as she, she is now. She was in
2: SoundCloud. She was still on SoundCloud.
1: Yeah, we were like, you know Kehlani, I know her. And then we're like... There's a show in Oakland. Let's go together. And I'm thinking, we're not gonna go. Right. We yes. went.
0: We
2: sure
1: did. Yeah, I
0: remember y'all going to that. I do remember that. I remember I telling
1: you too. Like I literally yeah. met this girl once. I'm gonna pick her up and we're driving on a six-hour road trip together. This is either gonna be super fun or super
0: awkward. Yeah, I remember you telling me those exact words. We got a hotel. I was like, like okay. <laughs> have fun. <laughs> It was fun. Yeah, it, worked. Well, it, was. yeah it was great.
2: And I remember my um my ex, my high school boyfriend played oh for God. the Oakland Raiders at the time and so we like randomly went and kicked it with him and he had like this table that had like a mountain of weed on it. And we were just like <laughs> we're just like in Oakland like Yeah, just <laughs> met, second time meeting each other we're like, "So what's up, dude?" Okay. we like, "So dude, like this is awesome." And yeah, it kind of we've been friends dude, ever since. Like 8 years That's later, it's kind of crazy. Yeah.
1: And You've done a lot of shit. Like since I met you, you've completely just done the damn thing. So I don't know where to even start. Like there's so much to talk about. I know. Should we get into? Okay, since we've been talking about breakups and dating a lot, (laughs) let's get the tea out of the way. Because what's going on with your relationship? (laughs) Did I even say your name yet? Drew Jones just went through a breakup,
0: and you two have a lot in common with. The not dating a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So. Yeah. So
2: I did just go through a breakup. Yeah. I'm sorry. It is what it is. You know, like I'm, uh, I I was kind of telling you guys before, like, I feel like entering my 30s, I'm going through a breakup in my 30s. I feel like I'm noticing so many things I've grown as a person in, especially when it comes to relationships or any type of like hurt or whatever. But yeah, we. We broke up uh, a couple days ago. I felt mm. bad too because I was like, "Are you still going to want to do the podcast?" Like, and I didn't know what you wanted to talk about or
1: not talk about, so I didn't know if you wanted to talk about it. But. No,
2: I'm down. I feel well. I had like a six hour depression nap today, so I'm feeling hella well rested. I <laughs> love good. it.
0: I At popped, least you got some rest. Pop my
2: Zoloft and,
0: <laughs> and took a nap
2: and was. I woke up and I was like, eh, "Okay." How are you <laughs> dealing with it?
1: Different than you used to.
2: I think before, and this isn't just for relationships. I think it's just any type of conflict I always wanted people to understand me and I always wanted people to like hear my version and I always wanted everyone else
0: to know how I like how I wasn't in the wrong or like, I, you know what I so get that and I have had conversations with my own self thinking nobody's ever gonna know the real truth right you know what I mean but and then I really kind of had to settle in with that and be like It's okay if they don't. Yeah. You know, because, I mean, for so many years, I wanted everybody to know. Yeah. And then I'm like, hey, you know what? It's probably not going to happen. So you just have to accept it. So so I didn't mean to interrupt you, but I I, I totally get that feeling. You're good.
2: I think that, like, there are people who are going to want to misunderstand you no matter what. Mm -hmm, Like, mm -hmm. you literally could be covered in the color blue. And they will swear up and down you're in the color red. Yeah. And you just can't do anything to convince them that you're in blue. And so, like, with this breakup, I think I wanted to let him have it and let him know all of the ways that, like, he hurt me. I was going to say he hurt you. And, right. like, that, you know, and how he's going to regret it. And, do that. and I was like. And I wanted him to, and like, and I used to want them like to hurt too. I wanted them to hurt because I'm hurting. Right. And then this one, I was like, but what is, what does him hurting do for me? Nothing. Yeah. Like him, him going through it too. Like it doesn't really, it doesn't make me feel better. I
0: still feel like shit. Yeah. It's kind of like what we were talking about last, I think it was last week. It's like, okay, let's just say that. You did totally tell your side and everybody was like, oh, okay, I get it now. They're going to move on and not think any more about anything you just said, yeah. probably. I mean, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. It's just like, okay, yeah, so I did it. I I have everything that I wanted to get out. It's out. And then what? And then it's, it's, like, it's nothing. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's the, okay, so you did it. And I mean, what I'm trying to say is regardless... <laughs> You're going to feel bad. Yeah. And it really doesn't matter if everybody knows everything or not. Exactly. I think I'm
2: dope. I think I'm smart, funny. pretty I'm oh, like, well, the f- yeah. I'm the full package. And I don't need to, I don't need to tell people what happened for people to recognize that like someone else fumbled the bag. Right. Yeah. You know, and I don't need, and I, it, it really, quite frankly, isn't anyone's business. Like, you know the nitty-gritty of it all, like, if we don't want to talk about it. And, like, I I think my character speaks louder than anything else can, so it's, like, I don't have to be, like, I wasn't the bad guy here because my character alone lets you know, like, yeah, there's a lot of things Drew wouldn't do. I was going to
1: say, too, because, like, I know you just turned 30. I'm 27, so I'm right behind you, girl. (laughs) But one thing I've learned, too, especially with, like, any type of breakups, like the friendship breakup we talked about last time, it is really easy to like want that closure so bad. And if maybe you didn't get it or whatever, and somebody's not giving you what you want to me, I'm like, you know what, if I truly believe that I put my best foot forward and put everything into it that I could have, in which I pride myself on being a good emotionally aware person, like I know for a fact, like I will always try to make it work or try to figure it out or whatever. And if somebody just isn't willing to meet you there or understand it, sometimes you can't get that closure and you do have to walk away and just be like, I I know I'm dope, like you just said. And If you don't want that, or you can't see that, the next person will. You know,
2: yeah. Closure—the idea that we all need closure in the sense of like one final conversation—is such a con because it's like they're never going because they're never going to say what you want them to say. It's like a false hope. And even if you hear it, it's not going to make you feel better. You know, the the last conversation I'd had with him, he said plenty of things that. I would imagine I technically would want to hear. It doesn't change what happened, doesn't change the outcome of the situation, doesn't make me feel better. So it's like, for me, it's just a closure from within of just being like, I know, like you said, I know what I I did my best. I know that I loved hard. I know that I was, I put my best foot forward. And I'm just going to be at peace knowing that I did everything I needed to do in this relationship. And the times I didn't, I wasn't my best. I owned it and I learned from it. And now I'm just going to take, these lessons and you know whatever and and move it into my next relationship if i even want to go right. into a relationship
0: it's, just, it's acceptance you accept it yeah and you move forward and well, it's funny because to... like you said me
1: and me and d are a lot of, or drew sorry me and drew are a lot alike because we never date people really i mean you were in a long-term relationship on and off i never have dated anybody since i've been in la like steadily like you know that yeah. so it's like We got in a relationship almost at the same time. I feel like we were both posting it. We're like, bitch, what the fuck? This is crazy. And yeah, I just like it sucks that it didn't work out. But I truly think we go through things for a reason. So whatever lesson it is that you're having to learn right now, like it sucks in the moment. But. You're going to learn. Keep I, pushing.
2: I think it was just a good moment for me to see how much I had grown. Maybe not a lesson. Maybe I didn't learn a lesson from it, but I think it was just a good chance to and, see how much my character's grown. Right. And
1: you know what else I think is a good lesson for relationships, especially if it was like a healthy relationship and, you know, whatever the circumstances were that ended it. I think because I question things all the time, like, what if it doesn't work out? What if this? I've had to ground myself in the moment and be like, if it doesn't work out, at least you've learned that someone can love you and like treat you with respect and mm-hmm. kindness and be nice to you. Like, I'm willing to let that in my life now. Whereas before, I think I was too scared of it. And I was just like, the first person that shows interest in me, I'm like running for the fucking hills. Right. So now I'm like, oh, yeah. And I do realize what I bring to the table now. So, like, you better not fuck it up. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, it's like, it does teach you so much because being in a relationship is like a reflection back to you. Yeah. And when mm-hmm.
0: a lot of times it can uh, reinforce what you don't want. You know, like maybe you need a reminder of things. Hey, you don't need to put up with this. Remember what this feels like. I mean, you never there's a lot of different things. If you take it as a learning experience, you know, or if you just get, if you don't think about it and just get so emotional and then it messes it all up. Yeah, ego. You know, I'm I'm such a professional <laughs> but, yeah. when it comes. To By the this, way, I'm not right? crying.
1: It's just my fucking lash glue is <laughs> burning my eye sockets. So you keep
0: hitting your foot here. Sorry. sorry.
1: But moving on from the breakups, let's get into your journey in L.A., dude, because I know it's a long one, but also the progress you've made is absolutely insane.
0: Oh, thanks, my dude. I know. No, but dead oh ass, gosh, dude. No. Like Seriously. Do you Girl, ever sit back on. and
1: just give yourself the credit? Because you've done a lot.
0: I don't know if
2: I sit back and give myself the credit, but I definitely have a lot of moments, especially in these last like two years where I'm like, I like think of like little me and I'm like, little me would lose her shit right now. If she knew we were doing I this, cry. you know, oh, no. so those are like, I, maybe that's, I guess that's kind of giving me the credit, but like, yeah, it, it, there's definitely a few moments where I'm like, yo, what? Like, or I catch myself complaining, like starting to complain and I'm like, but mm,
1: this is my job. Dro- like, yeah. This this is what I'm complaining about with my job. Like then I'm fine. Yeah. Yeah. Can you explain like what you do on a daily
2: basis? Yeah. So um, I'm a talent and casting producer. So I work in unscripted reality TV most of the time. um, And I basically find people and put them on TV. Um, I do a lot of dating shows. I'm a big hopeless romantic. Uh, Ironically, we do dating shows. Ironically, I am a hopeless romantic and I love um, the idea of of introducing people to their person. And I mean, I do a lot of other shows too. Those are just kind of like the ones I really enjoy doing. Um, But I, yeah, I find people and I work in development mainly. So that's really fun because it's kind of creating the show from the ground up. You find, you're finding the talent. And as you're finding the talent, you're going what if we added this element because so-and-so is like this and it would be really cool if we were able to bring this into it. And it's its its own storytelling. And I think it's fun because it's like, it's real people. Yeah. yeah. It's real people. And I know like for me, I grew up in Louisville, Kentucky, and I didn't get to see a lot of me on TV. Tell me why I
1: just wanted to say shout out Jack Harlow. <laughs>
2: shout out Jack Harlow. <laughs> um, I didn't get to see a lot of me on TV. And so when I, when I, moved to LA I was originally working as a on-air host and I was doing red carpets and I was interviewing celebrities and stuff like that and I was doing well and I but I kept looking around and seeing that the other black representation looked just like me so it was like light-skinned racially ambiguous black women are not the only representation that there should be of right, black women right and so that kind of made me take a step back and be like I would rather be behind the scenes and kind of be able to push more stories like there's more impact where it's not just the black community that's being represented. It's the LGBT community. It's the Asian community. It's right. the Latino community. Like I like being behind the scenes and having the ability to shine lights on communities and get to tell stories from communities that don't get represented on TV often.
0: Right. So
2: making that switch is really also kind of been the thing that's like. Skyrocketed my career. Yeah. Instead of just being so like me focused and Mm -hmm. worrying about like how my, like, I know I have a special story. I know that there's a lot of people that can relate to it, but the ability to kind of take a step back and propel so many other stories is such a bigger impact to me. Um, And it seems silly, like, for something like, you know, reality TV, because it's like we're not curing cancer and we're not, but. I know how important it was for me to see like a Raven Simone on TV. Yeah. Or like, you know, and so I know that even though yeah, it's reality TV or whatever, there's a kid right now who's watching a show that I produced who sees themselves in a person and can go, "Okay, like that's totally normal because, right. you know, this person's sick." Si- and like, also Whoa. me
0: what it what it seems like you're doing, you're like transforming society, you know, like with <laughs> the No,
1: it no, really but it's does. true and like it, also I want to say too like we say like oh it's just reality TV. Girl, like I'm sorry but reality TV is popping the fuck off right now. Go go on Twitter, what's trending. All the Netflix reality shows. Like all these reality shows are getting picked up and they're doing really well because I think people are craving like those authentic, genuine people and connections and especially like I was watching Love is Blind. I've been telling I'm her to watch it. I'm going to
0: start watching it tonight. It's why. It's just I really like am. there's
1: so much more representation even on that show than like Sorry, Love the Bachelor, but Everyone looks the damn same. Okay, let
0: me ask you this. Okay, what about there needs to be a show that it's got older people on it where you have to meet their family. And their family has to be okayed. You know, I mean, I think that would be so much fun. Basically,
2: Mom wants to be the Bachelorette. (laughs) It's so funny because I just wrapped a show that's very similar to that. Really? Yeah. Oh,
0: yeah. How fun. Well, I'm going to watch it. Not that one, but another one. I can't wait to watch it. I can't wait to watch it. I'm ready.
2: But that, that's the thing is I think there's so many, like, reality TV is cool because there are so many stories that can be told that, like, you might not think are
0: relatable to you, but, like, these people exist. And, you know, like... Oh, yeah. I love watching stuff that doesn't have anything to do with me. Yeah. And then I love watching stuff and that lo- does. You know what I mean? So the whole reality show thing, I, lo- I mean, I'm... I've been hooked on reality TV. You since, have.
1: I grew up on reality TV.
0: way back. Well, I remember watching the first episode of The Kardashians. <laughs> and then I got Alexa hooked on it. You know, I mean, the, just, I love it. I love reality TV. I... In all shapes and forms. I mean, like, even the um, the guys that, um, the Alaskan Bush people. Yeah. That are <laughs> out there. You know, I don't have anything in common with them. You know, but it amazes me they can... Live out there, yeah. You know, because I'm like, oh my god, I can't even get the clothes washed, and I have a washer and dryer. Oh, I couldn't. And these ever people are in house. out in the middle of nowhere, and that I guess I've got clean clothes. You I, know, I mean, that's just weird to me. <laughs> yeah, I think a lot of the prejudice and like homophobia,
2: racism, transphobia, misogyny. Like it all kind of, uh, not all of it, but I think a lot for a lot of people stems from the fact that they've just never seen someone like that. Right? Or they, there's yeah. not someone that they can humanize that for, mm-hmm. which is shitty. Yeah, But, you know, I digress. But I think that the really cool thing about reality TV is it gives you the opportunity to see so many stories. I have a straight black male friend who, you know, Grew up in the South, like, not really around a lot of gay people that he knew of because, you know. Everybody be in the closet. As, yeah. Honey, Boo- as <laughs> Honey Boo Boo once said, everybody's a little gay. Yeah. Um, but he I, he watched an episode of Drag Race with me, and now he loves watching Drag Race, like RuPaul's Drag Race. Yeah. Oh, I love that And country, I love yeah. that because I think, like, it gave him an opportunity to see that, like, these men, you know, like, are humans. Like, yeah, and they're not. not. Yeah, like... They're just regular people who, you know, happen fun. to enjoy this. Yeah. And so it's like, I love reality TV because it does give that opportunity for someone to like connect to people that they probably would never cross paths with ever. Right. Yeah. No, that's big, big facts.
0: No, it really is. I love It's So interesting to me just watching how just people actually live their lives completely different than you. I mean, like that you probably would have never even thought of. Right. Me, and, me and Chase watched one with, um, of course, I can't remember the name of it, <laughs> but it was a bodybuilder, and I followed her on Instagram. Oh, the transgender bodybuilder? Yes. yes. Yeah. Oh, my God. Has the best personality, sweetest soul ever. Yeah. You know, and I mean, I just fell in love with this person, you know, and I was like, I've got to go follow him. <laughs> because, I mean, because he's just so real, you know? I mean, I God, I wish I knew the name of it, but... It was the best documentary. Oh, so No, good. I feel you. Yeah. Do you ever like
1: feel like you're having like imposter syndrome when you're working? Because oh I, which by the way, if nobody knows, like Drew also got me a job as an associate casting producer. So I've been doing that for the past couple months. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Lifesaver. Like y'all don't <laughs> no, know I was in no. the trenches and she really dug me out. Uh-huh. Like I told her on text message, if I ever win an award, I'm going to be like, Drew Drone saved my life. Thank you. Like <laughs> genuinely, I appreciate it. But um, what was my point? Oh, just the little things. Like, even though I'm not doing stuff on the, as big of a scale as you are, I still have those moments, too, where I'm like, this is so cool that I can do this and, like, find people and give people opportunities. That's, that is really fulfilling. And in the short time I've done it, like, I have found people. And I'm like, dude, this is so cool because it does take the pressure off of me. And it's like as much as we love being on camera and talking and doing our thing, I just think it's so fulfilling to be able to be like, yo, here you go. Here's an opportunity. Yeah. So that's a cool feeling. But also... That imposter syndrome where, like, because I started doing interviews myself, like, the past couple of weeks, and I'm like, who, like, who the fuck am I to be interviewing people for a TV show? So do you feel like that, too, where you have moments, like, like, you know you deserve to be in the space, but you still are like, how the fuck did I get here?
2: Yeah, constantly. Because, I mean, like, I'm a college dropout, you know? like Me too. And I, I have... Great work ethic. I know that I will I will be the first one in the office and the last one to leave. Like, I work super hard. But there's so many times where I I think, like, I'll hear people, like, gas me up. And I'm like, did I really do, do all that? That? Yeah. that doesn't... Because, like, I think because, like, you're sometimes you're so in the trenches of your own bullshit and your own life that, like, you can't fully appreciate all of the, you know, winning moments because you see so many of, like the loser moment. Mm-hmm. right? and you're like, okay, well, yeah, I did all this, but you know, I'm still stressed out about this or like, you know, I still have a car payment to make or I still have blah, 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 whatever. I might not know what the next project's going to be. And right. it's like, I have to take a moment back and go, okay, but like
0: you're here. The project, yeah. the next it's project's gonna coming or it's like, coming.
2: or like you, you've made it this far and, or like, it's literally not going to be over until you die.
1: Like, right. It's
0: a
2: never ending journey.
1: Which is fun. I know that was me. Did you hear my throat? No,
0: I thought that was me. That was me. (laughs) Are you sure? I swear I thought it was me. No, it was me. Okay, I think it was me, but...
1: Dude, and another thing I wanted to bring up, which I think is really funny, because I... Well, this quote is funny that I found. But, because I wanted to talk about aging, because I know you said you just turned 30. And I saw this tweet. I reposted it on my story, so you might have seen it. But it was like, um, Hollywood can't decide whether or not turning 30 is the end of life or the beginning of high school. Because they're casting actors who are like 30 and above in high school, aka Euphoria. We love it. But I'm like, that is so damn true. Because as a woman, and I know you were late. It's like, or my mom. I know people that are just listening. I'm pointing to my mom. Yeah. Um, It's hard as a woman, like getting older. And I know that age, like 30 sounds scary. But then now that I'm 27 and the closer I get and I see you and I have other friends in my 30s, I'm
0: like, wait, 30 is lit. Yeah. No, no, no. 30 is such a good time. I'm like, you're still young. Yeah, I got. Oh my god, yeah, I got carded at the bar the other day, and
2: I was like, "So you think I'm young? Yeah, oh, you look really young too. You really do.
0: Yeah, y'all really do. Seriously,
2: I like. Yeah, I love being thirty, and I think I lucked out because I am like one of the babies in my friend group. Like when I turned thirty, everyone was like, "Okay, bitch, it was about time." Yeah, I so I was so excited because I. There are so many women in my life who I saw prospering in their 30s. And I was like, I can't wait to get there. Like, yeah, there's just something there. Like, I don't know. Like, I don't know if it's a switch or whatever, but there was just a certain confidence they all had. There's a certain peace they all had. And I was like, if that's in my 30s, sign me the fuck up. Get me there now. I
1: feel like I'm on track to that. Like, 27 has been definitely like a transformative like year for my self-esteem, confidence, just like owning myself. So does it get even better?
2: Yeah, that's what's wild. 27, I think for me, was the age where things started to click. Like make sense a little. Yeah. And I mean, mind you, I don't feel 30 in the sense of like, I feel like there are plenty of things that I'm like, I am dumb on this and I don't understand it and I don't care. Like my taxes. How do I do them? Yeah. Taxes, NFTs, cars. Oh, hell no. Hey,
0: I still don't know how to do it. I don't. And mom doesn't yeah, either. I, I really don't. I don't, and yeah. I refuse,
2: and I'm okay with, I'm okay, like, I think the, the thing about being turning 30, and maybe you guys just caught me on a good day of my 30, I don't know, but, like, there's this sense of, like, I don't know, and I don't care, because it's gonna, I'll figure it out. It works itself out. Yeah. yeah.
0: 30 was not a big, scary deal for me. Yeah. I was gonna ask you, how was the 30 for you? The scariest deal for me was, uh, like, 40. Really? And mm-hmm. then now I'm at the, I feel like I'm on this weird edge, but it's a good feeling too. So, I mean, I honestly feel like it keeps getting better and better in a different way, if that makes any sense. Yeah. Because like your twenties, I remember being in my twenties and I had kids when I was in my twenties. Yeah, 20s, girl, so I don't know how the I fuck, fuck had, you did that. Yeah, I had two kids, two little ones when I was in my twenties. And then in my thirties, then I had three kids. And that was a learning experience. And I never felt like, I don't know, I never felt like old or older. You know what I mean? Like you still feel and the same I, mentally. I, I still felt young, really young in my 30s and then the 40s. Now I feel a little bit older, but not, I still don't feel old. You're
2: but I old. feel
0: like um, it's such a weird, being 49, this is a scary one. I mean, uh, for me, this is a scary one.
2: I only believe you're 49 because I've met your children. But otherwise, I would. How is she? Almost 50. Oh, thank you. I only register that because I know
0: Alexa and Chase. But otherwise, I would be like, no. Dude, I appreciate it. I really do. Because this is like, I'm like at my worst at this point. You just said it gets better and better. No, I mean it. No, no, I didn't mean it like that. I didn't mean it like that. No, it actually does. I mean, like, with the age. Yeah. Because I feel like I really wouldn't want to go back. I wouldn't want to go back to my 20s, like early 20s. Because I feel like this is kind of a time where I can relax, you know? Yeah. But then I can't. I mean, I can, but I can't. But... I don't know. It's I'm at a confusing age right now. I think every age is confusing.
1: If we're being honest, like kind of kind of how you said, like things things start to make sense. It's not even so much they make sense. I think we're just more willing to let go because like life is so up and down. And I've I've come to that conclusion a lot this year, where I'm like, you know what? There have been moments where I'm like, how the fuck am I paying my car note? Maybe I'm not this month. Like I'll figure it out next month. But it's like it works itself out. And I feel like life is so up and down that I'm. Finally realizing that you never have it figured out, even when you think you do. It's like, it's just a
2: journey. Well, I
0: mean, like I've told you all before when you were growing up, you know, like if you really dread something like, oh, God, I don't want to do this or, you know, I don't want to I don't want to face this problem or issue. And I would tell them, like, what's the worst thing that's going to happen They're, You know, if you have to face something like being late for work or something, they're not going to kill you. They're not going to shoot you. I fucking hope not. They're not going to kill you on the spot. It can be worked through. It's going to be okay. Yeah, everything's not so... Great advice from from mom, right? That's probably why I think the worst (laughs) in
1: every situation. Because you're like, what's the worst that can happen? My anxiety is like trained.
2: (laughs) But it's true though. Like, And I think you're right. It's not so much knowing. It's just kind of being like, I'm going to get through it. Because I look at like the last couple of years, I've lost some of the most important people. I've had my own health stuff. I've had a really gnarly breakup. Like I've, I've been through a lot these past like two, three years and I'm here. I was gonna say, they're still here. And I got through it and I have my days where I'm cracking up and I have my days where I'm sad, but I'm here and I'm still, you know, I think I'm okay. Like I, you know, so it's like if I can, I keep just reviewing things. I'm like, Okay, if I got through that, then I can
0: technically get through this, and it yeah. sucks right now. Yeah, you're but- like okay. Yeah, I'll go through. I it. just have
1: to remind yeah. myself that my emotions aren't permanent because I feel like I used to be so attached to like the day that I'm happy. I'm like I'm on top of the world, everything's great, and then the days that I'm sad, I'm like super down. But not like I don't take that as okay. I'm gonna always be sad because yeah. when I'm sad, I'm like yeah, this fucking sucks. But I know it's not forever, so it kind of helps me to keep trucking yeah. along here. Well,
0: no. No circumstance is forever. You know, We I mean, all turn into motivational speakers. Give me some more cards over there. Uh, <laughs> Their happiness is one step at a time. I don't know. <laughs> <I'm> but
1: <laughs> being a young producer in Hollywood, California, like that ass, you're doing it. Do you feel like you get treated differently by people who are older or have been in the business longer?
2: So I did a show a while back and I was... Ahead, head, I was the head of talent, uh-huh. which was like dope. I was like, holy shit. No, like she's a boss here? bitch. Yeah. And what? I was in one of our first head of department meetings and I was looking around and I was one of like three people of color, uh, one of very few women and truly the only person under the age of 35. God. Was it all white men?
0: Wow. It was. It was
2: a lot of, and I, I felt intimidated a li- like, the first second until everyone started talking and I was like, y'all are dumb as fuck.
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't know. I wasn't there. I'm just assuming.
2: <laughs> I was like, that's not how I would do it. But, okay. yeah, <laughs> But, like, I th- I think it was in a moment like that that I knew, like, there's a reason I'm here. Like, mm-hmm. there's a reason I'm in this room. Right. I bust my ass. I'm good at what I do. And, no, I don't have the the years on me like some or whatever, but I am a... Young black woman who grew up, you know, underprivileged. And the reason I'm here has nothing to do with how I look. It has nothing to do with who my family is. It has, it's strictly off my work ethic. Right. Yeah. So, with that, yeah, I'm going to be really good at what I do because I didn't have any handouts. Like, I'm in a room with a lot of people who maybe did have some handouts, and that's right. going to unfortunately affect them. That's not going to affect me. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I'm fully equipped for the job that I am placed here to do because I had to fight tooth and nail to get to it right so uh yeah Yeah. it's, it's it's interesting do you have any examples of like things that you feel like rubbed
1: you the wrong way or can you even talk about that
2: um I think like for me working in talent I a big thing I think that like a lot of shows production like fails is that they don't always humanize the people that they're Like they treat them like game pieces instead of like, you have emotions. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And for me, that was something I always knew that even if it maybe took away from the drama of a story, Mm -hmm. I was never going, I I always want people to be good when they come into the show, be good while they're filming. And I want them to walk away a better person. Right. And so like, I had a conversation with someone and they were like, because I kept getting, while I was with them, I kept getting texts from cast members Mm -hmm. of one of the shows I worked on. And they were like, oh, you stay in contact with your cast like that? And I was like, well, you know, they have concerns or whatever. And so I just want to make sure they're good to go. And and they were like, you're not even on the project anymore. And I was like, but a lot of these people were the first faces they see. And so they're going into this trusting you. Right. And so, like, I always want to make sure that they feel seen and heard The whole time. And not just like being used. Yeah. Yeah. Whether I can fix the situation or not. I just always want them to. I kind of just want them to always know that they have somebody in their corner. Right. And so, um, you know, there are a lot of times on a lot of different sets where they would want a certain thing to happen. And we're going to we're going to blindside this person with this.
0: Oh, God. And for me. That's hard. And
2: for me, I always think like, is that something I could handle?
0: Right. Yeah.
2: And if it's not. You know, I want to. I'm going to make sure that I've, I'm in those rooms, like advocating for those people, because that's my entire job. Right. My entire job is to take care of these people. Right. Mentally, physically, emotionally.
0: And I feel like that makes for a better show when those people feel like they can trust.
2: Yeah, you know, hundred percent makes
0: for a way better show and a more solid, you know staff so
2: it's a scary I mean it's a scary thing to sign up and do reality like I get that people sure I all those people have earned their 15 20 30 minutes of fame because those it's not easy at all anyone who thinks doing reality tv is an easy money maker it's not yeah like they are I want to do
1: it just so I know what it's like because I have no idea
2: yeah they're getting filmed, like, 14 hours a day. They're Sometimes they're tired. Sometimes they're hungry. Sometimes they don't feel – Like, think about all the times you felt shitty about yourself. And, and then, then you have to
0: be on camera. Yeah. And then there's a camera oh. like, so why
2: do you feel like shit about yourself? Yeah. Oh, and, yeah. oh, like, this guy hurt your feelings? Well, we're going to make you ride in a car with him. Oh. Yeah. Like, yeah. so I always try to empathize with these people and, and always remember that, yes, they are a source of entertainment. Yes, they did sign up for it. But no one truly ever knows what they're going into until they're in it. And so I, I always want to be that person that's like, hey, like, if this is too much, to tell me the nod. And yeah. i like, I'll shut this shit down. Like, See, that sounds, let me know. It
0: really does sound like a lot of fun, you know. To it me. does. But but I mean, like, to be, OK, like one time me and Alexa almost got on Survivor. <laughs> let me ask you this. Would is we have there, made it? I Hell mean, no. What do you think? Is it that real? I was about that to say made the money question that everyone has. I just am curious: is reality
2: know. TV real? This is what I always say about reality TV. Reality TV is real in the sense of how these people are reacting. Right. A lot of times, situations are set up. Okay. So, with the hopes that those reactions will happen, but no one can predict that that's how someone's going to
0: act. Right. Right. So, hypothetically okay.
2: speaking, like. If I know that um you and Chase are beefing, right? My brother, by uh-huh. the way. <laughs> yeah, your brother. Um, and who looks freakishly like my brother Ethan. And I always, they do. I always think that when I see Chase, I'm like, that's I feel so like weird. they kind of act alike too. They do. Oh, it's, that's so it's weird. Very, it's very weird. But um, let's say like you guys have a reality TV show, you and Chase are beefing, right? Uh-huh. In real life, you and Chase would probably just avoid each other. Right reality tv world we would create a situation where your mom would have a family dinner and we would make you and chase both come to that dinner and we would time it so you guys came in at the same time
0: oh god
2: and then we let go and so you're forced to be like oh i'm fucking mad at you yeah so here we are and then we let go and we say okay like let's see what happens and it's like we didn't make you say anything we didn't make you technically do anything, but we did set a scenario where we think something's going to happen. Right.
0: Okay. Okay. But I mean, like on Survivor, mm-hmm. do you think that.
2: No. I mean, okay, Survivor is 5,000%. I, I actually have a friend who did Survivor like two seasons ago. Shout out Lauren Ashley Beck. Uh, <laughs> you're the one season of Survivor I've ever watched. <laughs> but that is. Very real, they oh. are very much
0: okay. Well, doing I told that. Alexa, that I told her it was real, she didn't want to do it, and I was like, Yeah, it'll be fun." All that I said, Here's the deal you know, we can go on and then we can get kicked off. Well,
1: don't take now, you're ruining our chances for the future. <laughs>
0: well, I mean, I was just saying on survival, well, she was like, It's not real, it's reality. I was I like, thought Mom, Maybe we could get kicked off and get put up in a hotel room. If it got to be too much.
1: <laughs> well, and we looked it up and it was literally like Survivor is like one of the, one of the real, most real reality yeah, shows out yeah. there. And I'm like, Mom, like so we're going to go possibly, out there looking crazy. Yeah, that would have been bad.
0: That would have been terrible. But
1: I would pay to see her on Survivor. We got to make this shit happen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you want some damn entertainment. Oh, God. <laughs> but here's my other question. Because I, I don't know how much you can say. So if you can't, just tell me. But like. I understood, you know, and especially being in the entertainment industry, as long as we have at this point, we've seen so many things. It's like, I know in my head, yeah, certain situations are probably being set up. OK, we I could see that. But how much of like dialogue is edited out to make you like, Will they edit someone's dialogue to make it seem like they said something completely different than they actually said for drama. Um because that's what I wonder, like, I wonder if they take these long confessionals and, like, well, chop it up. I don't think
0: they can make it say something completely Like, let me different. just say, for
1: instance, I don't know if you've watched The Bachelor this season, but the villain on there. It's almost like I'm watching it and I'm like, is somebody really this delusional? Like, could she really have acted like this or did they just chop it up to make her look crazy?
2: I will say this. Have you ever seen the show Unreal on yeah, Lifetime? yeah. That is probably the most accurate portrayal of what goes on behind the scenes. Minus, like, the, the lead herself and, like, the, the Like woman the PA? Who, yeah. Like, that's pretty, pretty spot on. They can't, what I always tell people when they're getting into reality TV is that they can't, to always be mindful of what you're saying. Right. You know, they can't make you a full-on different version of yourself. They can. They can't? No. Because well, no. I feel like they could with editing.
0: No. But I I take everything
1: you said in this interview and probably chop it and make you say something way different.
2: But like when it comes to reality, like when it comes to reality TV, like because for instance a confessional, right, on reality TV. Confessionals are only used to help amplify a story or explain a story. So if you're not physically caught in the act of doing it, they're not going to push you to do a confessional. Yeah, they're not they're not going but they're not going to chop it up to make it seem like something if they don't have evidence like that that you you did did something yeah right you know so i think like if you're gonna go into reality tv there is a good chance that i'm trying to figure out how to say this without blacklisting myself
0: (laughs) you don't have to (laughs) like go into it i
2: I think i think that be very self-aware of who you are as a person your great qualities but more importantly your bad qualities right because your bad qualities will be bad Quality. It's just right. amplified. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like who you are. Amplified you everything like is steroids. exactly. Everything right. is amplified. Right. So if you are someone who gets bitchy when you're tired, oh, t- then stay away from the. Ca- is it me? <laughs> Am I the yeah. drama? <laughs> just, yeah, yeah, just yeah. maybe be quiet in the mornings. Like I don't, I don't know. Like I, I don't think I. At least on any of the pro. Now I can't speak for all shows on the projects I've worked on, and seeing them, the ones that I've watched, because I don't watch a lot of the shows that I work on. It- um. The way people were portrayed, I was like, "Yeah, accurate." Yeah, yeah. you're like that.
0: That's that's, them. that's yeah. interesting.
2: I think I think a lot of people don't want to admit that that's how right. they are. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. they're like, so
0: they're like, it's edited. That's not how. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just no. You're bad. So, so well, I do just get really that. That you know,
1: people all their go-to is like, y'all don't y'all see like a thirty an hour episode edited down version, and like there was so much footage. And I get that. And I'm sure they pick out the parts that make it, of and because like you have to know going on. It is a show. Like if you're not oh, willing yeah. to. You know, of you know, you don't know what's going to happen. But like, I, for, I lost my train of thought.
0: Well, I just know that <laughs> I'm not going to ever go on Survivor. You have lipstick on their teeth. Do early? Yep. Is it off? Yeah. I just, I think my Survivor thing is out the window. <laughs> I would road. love to see you on it. I would love. I, I would watch that. I, you would? I would? Oh, God. I
1: no, you think... know what I told her? This is a show idea, Okay copywriting it right now um (laughs) we need a reality show competition show like you know on survivor or like the amazing race all these like fitness shows where they're like we're getting these people that train for this and they can really live out here why don't we do that with people who are not equipped to do it like you like me like really getting a group of people who are like yo i couldn't last a fucking day in the woods oh well yeah them in the woods
0: oh and competing. I don't know if I could live a night in the woods.
1: Well, that's the fun part. If you were competing for a huge cash prize, you probably would.
0: Yeah. I would love that. Yeah. Can we do that? Uh, yeah. But it couldn't be too woodsy. But you know what I mean. Like <laughs> I She's like, there, I have boundaries. <laughs> I See, just, but that would I be funny. Like that's where dark. we can set
1: up the situation and tell her it won't be too bad. Then we can have you living in a cave.
0: <laughs> oh, hell no. I'm not getting in a cave. <laughs> and
2: that's the thing, too, is all of these people... Have the agency to leave?
0: Yeah, you can. Li- oh, yeah, yeah, you can. They lay. can leave. You'll, leave set. You can. Yeah, you're not held captive. Yeah, what do you think? but you sign a contract. It's a hostage situation. No one well, can that- force
2: <laughs> you to do anything. Technically, like right, contractually, no one can actually force so you. Like I'd never to do jump anything. out of a
0: helicopter. Like not. I'm in any danger you of have getting lips on her teeth the... again. Where is it? All over. <laughs> is it this? I don't know, but um. We have
1: to- is it
2: still
1: on there? No, it's good. Okay. Um Yeah, is there anything else I wanted to talk about before we get into this? What? We have some a little bit of questions. Oh yeah.
2: I'm loving this cup.
1: Do you love it? This I'm intrigued by chaos. it. Yeah.
2: Yes.
1: I love the cup. Um I think we talked about everything on my list. So basically, we do this thing at the end of the episode where like when I ask people on Instagram, they write in whatever, and then we just draw it, talk about it. Give love your it. advice, give your two cents. Love it. This is just a podcast where we give our unsolicited opinions. So that's right. We and this bitch who wants to go first. That's my bitch. Go first. Yeah, sure. Let her go first.
2: Draw. Oh, frick
1: Yeah. I got this wine glass at Goodwill. Okay. Oh. We have four questions today.
2: What? (laughs) This is a funny question for us. What? What are influencer parties really like?
1: Yeah. No, that was a good one for today. Yeah. Fuck yeah. yeah.
0: I honestly am going to bow out now. I've never been to one, so I'm out.
2: I think we've been to our fair share. Fair share mm-hmm. back yeah, in the day. Um, we were in the scene once upon a time. Dude, <laughs> Like I
1: feel like we pop back in every now and then, but it's just not as appealing to me as it used to be. No. It's fun. Like, there's ups and downs. I feel like we've even talked about this, where, like, obviously back then, it's like you're new to L.A. We're, like, trying to figure everything out. Of course, like, seeing influencers and stuff was cool, but I think it got to a point where, like, there, there becomes this weird energy, and I don't know if you feel it too, but even if people I'm friends with, like, there's this weird boundary of, like, you know, I'm not sitting here questioning with you or you, like, should I take out my phone and post a story or not? Like, that's just not even a second thought. When I'm at, like, an influencer party, I'm like, oh, God, I don't want people to think I'm filming them. Maybe I shouldn't post. Like, should I post that I'm here? It
2: puts this weird pressure on me that I don't like. Yeah, the minute I hear someone talk about my content, I disassociate. Like I, there is nothing I hate more than hearing like my brand, my content, my what? Like everyone's I, a brand. Yeah, everyone's a. And I think it's because of the like coming into LA and and meeting how we met and like that version of D. Um, I was still making my way in, so it's like you have to network, you have to. You know, not you almost have to do it though. Yeah, it's not that you have to kiss ass or anything, but I, a lot of the entertainment industry in general, whether you're production or in front of the camera, is networking and it's knowing people. It's knowing people. It is like, yeah, your talent gets you a certain way, but that last 10% really is who you know. And so, Back then, it was like, there's just a lot of stuff that I, like, hated. I don't like parties. I don't like going to... I would much rather be on my couch watching Netflix
0: uh, yeah, with Oh, my, my dog, God. Me, too. Any
2: given moment. But, like, forcing yourself to go out there, it is kind of like this acid trip because there's all of these people who have these huge personalities online and then at a party, they're uh-huh. so dry. Oh, they're so boring. Oh, it's like the filter comes Not off. everyone. There Not everyone. Nice people. There are. There are. But, like, there it's the internet is an amplified version of everybody. Right. Yeah. So it's almost like reality TV when, Yeah. So when you're at a party with all of these people, you're just like, okay. And normally the funniest people, the coolest people are the ones who have no Nothing following. Are, are, yeah. Are are like whatever. You know? Yeah. And um, yeah, so like doing it back then, it was like you kind of felt like you had to. Now at like I don't like to tell people now when I have to go to these events or whatever, what I do. Yeah. Because I'm like, please don't pitch me a, like a show. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like I just said. We're hey, like, come here, let's, look. But I, No, but that's funny. But like people in all seriousness will be like the Yo, minute like, they And you've never talked to me. You've never spoken uh-huh. to me. You just like have heard from someone from someone that I do this. And so it's like hey, girl, like, I just wanted to... And I'm like, oh no, like, God. I I just came for the open bar. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> and the God. swag
1: bag. That's such a fact. Yeah. And also, I want to add to that is, like, to me, like, I kind of hate the word networking, and I get it because we have to use it. Because I can say full-on genuinely, I don't think I've ever... Ever, like I don't like people who just use people for shit. Right. And I think a reason why the influencer scene or parties can feel a little like weird is because you can so tell the people who only talk to you because you have followers because I don't really have followers like those people and they're not talking to me because the second they realize, oh, I can't get anything from you. They don't care. And so I think I don't like that energy. And so I've always, always tried to be like a genuine person and only like connect or network network, not even network, just build friendships with people who I actually Like, and I think that's the best advice for anybody that wants to be in LA because it is so damn obvious like you just said when somebody's only coming at you cuz they want something. Right. And you also have to think and this is not a this is not a reason to be friends with people, but it's funny to me that these people who have all these followers, they kind of act like they're better or, you know, they're you're not on their level. Mm-hmm. It's like you don't know what the fuck is happening in the next 10 years. You could be down. They I don't could be know what's
0: happening in the next minutes. And 10 it shouldn't minutes, matter. Can be out of there. Right. Yeah. And it shouldn't
1: matter. Like, that shouldn't be how we base our relationships with people. Yeah. But I'm like, these people have egos. Not everyone. There's cool people. But the people with the egos because they have the followers. I'm like, you do realize,
2: like, shit's going to change. Yeah. Do you remember? I mean, when we first met, that was the era of Vine, right? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. I can't tell you where like half those people are now because they Mm-mm. were they were Vine stars. Right. right and right, right, we're right. on TikTok now. Right. And that wasn't that long ago. So it's like I like it's constantly changing. Yeah. Yeah. And I I'm someone who like I'm always going to put people on. No one ever has to ask me to do something. Yeah. If I see something and I think of someone that I know, whether we're super tight or not, I'm always going to be like. Hey, like I have this project coming up. Can you send me your your reel? Or hey, right. like you know, my friend's looking for a photographer. Can you like send me your website or Like, I'm always going to put people on. Right. No one could ever say I was a hating ass bitch.
0: Yeah, ever. no. I think it's
1: generally fun though. Like, if there's comes up an opportunity and somebody that I think of, like you said, even from not that close,
2: I love doing that. Yeah, because yeah. it's like because it's it's one I want to see people win, and two, like I want people who I think are qualified for it to. To get it, and so like you don't ever have like I don't like those situations because I don't want you to be my friend just because you know what I'm
0: yeah right yeah that I don't what I'm capable
2: uh, of yeah I will destroy your life well (laughs) because like because like even if I because even if I meet you on a one off like. If you're just chill, we don't have to be besties. If you're just chill, I'll think of you. You're gonna remember. There, yeah. There was a girl who was a character reference for someone who was on a show that I was doing, uh-huh. and she was just cool in the interview. And I just was real quick. I was like, "What do you do for a living?" And she was telling me, "She's like, you know, I'm a host, blah, 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 whatever." Months later, had a project where we needed a host who had similar, like you know, a similar niche. And so I hit her up. I was like, "Hey, I know this is totally random. We talked like once, but." Yeah. Will you send me your hosting reel? like i don't need And to, it's cuz she was nice. Yeah, i don't need you to be my friend. I just like so right. be a so decent human. Yeah, so don't fake a friendship with me. Right.
0: Just I don't be that normal. whole fake yeah. world. I I cannot deal with it. I mean the minute i start getting it. You can the like feel it. it. Yeah, you can just get it, and it's just like, oh my god, I can't, I can't do it. I can tolerate maybe about fifteen minutes at the most. Yeah, yeah. and I'm like, I can't. I got. That. I've even questioned myself though
1: when I've been in those situations, like say it is an influencer party or just a party or people have followers, whatever. I have to get in my head and be like, is are these my insecurities or is this really how the situation's making me feel? Like, and I don't, I don't know if I can differentiate that sometimes because. You know, it's like when you are around people who you feel like are doing better than you or they're more successful than you, it is easy to kind of be like, oh, I'm not on their level. I'm just going to stay over here and be quiet. But also, like, why should you ever feel like that in a party situation? Like, we're all here to have fun.
2: Yeah.
0: Once again, I cannot comment on this. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, mom. I just
2: find, yeah, I just find everyone inherently cringe in some way or another, myself included. And I feel like it's a good humbling for it. Like, I'm like, I don't care.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. Like,
2: What, like if you're in that environment? Yeah, like I don't care if you're more more successful than me because there's there's something I'm going to fixate on like in my own mind that makes you cringy to me and now we're the same level. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, (laughs) I feel that.
0: See, I just look at everybody like, hey, everybody is human and that's the bottom line. Yeah. I mean, I really do. I don't care what you do. I don't care what you have. I don't care. Are you a nice person? Are you nice to me? Do you make me feel comfortable? That's all I care about. You know, what I, I, mean? agree. I don't put like, I I anybody w-
1: above me or below me. I just think those situations bring out those insecurities. Oh, they for, for me. sure do. Oh, you know? well, yeah, yeah. I
0: get what you're saying with that. I'm for just sure. saying what I just said. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Big facts. Oh, well, we just kind of talked about this. Is it hard to make friends in LA?
2: I think I've been super lucky me in, too. in finding friends. I don't think it's been, there's definitely been hiccups, but I think that's anywhere. And I think it's our, like, that age bracket is just a shitty age. Like, you know, your 20s are like rough because you're figuring yourself out. So you're going to outgrow some people and you're going to, you know, realize that there are certain beliefs that you have that maybe you didn't realize you had before. Like, but I think I've been super fortunate in the friends that I've made out here, you included. Oh, thanks.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, were you saying me included, like my friendships or me as a friend?
2: (laughs) You as a friend.
1: Yeah, no, I agree. Like, I feel like I've gotten lucky and it's to me, like the people that are like, it's hard to make friends. I'm like, I just don't think you're trying hard enough, or you're not looking in the right places, or because, like you said, it's like there's good people, bad people oh, everywhere. Yeah. There, if
0: you want no matter to LA make or friends, friends, not, you can. You know what I mean? You really can, because anybody that I've ever talked to in LA or out here has been super nice and easy to talk to. You know, I mean, there have been a few that I've cussed out in my car. You know what I mean? <laughs> the driving situation. Yeah, but I mean, other than that, I mean, everybody's been really, really nice. Yeah, I, mean,
2: I think it's a matter of that networking thing, though. Are you trying to be friends with people because you want friends, or are you trying to be friends with people because you're trying to push forward your right. career? I yeah. think it's hard
1: to make friends if that's what you're trying to do. Yeah, it's easy yeah. to make friends if you're being genuine.
2: Yeah. I have friends who are on hit CW shows, and I have friends who are barbacks. At in WeHo, yeah, and you treat them the same, mm-hmm. and they bring different things to the table as right. people, right? If you're factoring in what they do, because I hope, like, I think for me, like, my job's the least interesting thing about me. So I hope mm-hmm. that people aren't friends yeah. with me, facts for what I do for a living. I right. kind of just like when it's time
1: to hang out with friends, like, fuck talking about work. I'm like, let's yeah. just have fun. Like, that's not even on my mind. Like, if it gets brought up, it gets brought up, but like, that's not. If we're hanging out, like, I just want to have a good time.
2: That's why I always enjoyed, like, my, I used to have these, like, annual Halloween parties. Uh And then my birthday parties, I used to do these big house parties. And I loved it because it was just everybody all together. And you would see people just interacting from your different, like, you know, walks of life. And, like, they're just all talking like it's nothing. And I love that. Because it's just like, who fucking cares? Nobody.
0: In the big scheme of things, nothing. Next party we have, we should
1: just put on the wall not allowed to ask what do you do? Yeah. I
2: I lie when I'm in, like, if I go out to a bar or something and people Uh. ask me what I do, I'm like, oh, I'm a bartender. Oh. Do you? Yeah.
1: See, humble
2: queen because so many people would love to be like, I'm an executive producer. What's up, bitch? Like, if, if someone, like, if someone puts me on blast and I'll be like, yeah, but like, I don't downplay it because like, I'm, like oh like it's just because I'm like I don't want you to just be normal yeah
0: you don't want to listen to all the well I have an idea and I can and do all this that and yeah, yeah no I get it uh, it's like I
2: just want to like if you're not if you. If I see you perk up when you hear what I do, like in my mind, I'm just not interested in like really furthering yeah. the conversation. Dude, book like, facts. Yeah, no. I- do you lie to people that you like are dating, or if you're talking to someone? I just don't bring it up until it's like time to, because I don't hold what you do over your head, right? And especially, especially dating and out like I'm, I make good money. I'm successful. Men,
0: <laughs> yeah, it's a bonus. Men- it's not a
2: necessity. Men men do not know how to act with someone who's in charge.
0: Oh, I'm sure.
2: I bet. It is definitely a a rough road if you are a successful woman. Do you feel like it brings out their insecurities? Oh, for sure. Really? 5,000%. Yeah. And I'm super chill. Like, I'm not, like, I don't need to always be in charge. I actually hate being in charge. Like, in my real life, because I have to do so much in my profession, I want to be, I want you to make the decisions. And I kind of am just like, cool yes me too like i will put my input in but like otherwise i kind of want you to lead all of that like i'm kind of old school in that and like when when they find out like what you do there's definitely this insecurity of like if they're especially if they're not in the same playing field as you are Mm -hmm. like as far as how far they are in their career those insecurities come out so quick.
0: Oh, I bet so. Yeah, it's a weird,
2: like, different dynamic.
0: Yeah. Oh, I'm sure. sure. Yeah, that makes complete sense. Do you want to? Yeah.
1: Oh. I feel like these are all the same. Why does this always happen? Hold on. Oh. These are not fun anymore. What do you look for when casting talent?
2: We kind of talked about all this.
0: What was will say,
2: I will say, I'll give that real quick. If you want to get in reality TV... No, don't go on reality TV for the sake of going on reality TV. Go for a project that speaks to you, that you, you're genuinely interested in. Because for the most part, that's going to be the only project you're going to be able to do. Because right. then you have to sign a contract to not do more. Contracts. And then also, most people don't want to cast someone who is a show hopper. Unless it's something where it's like a big brother to the challenge type situation. Right. Yeah. But, the that, same but still, yeah. yeah, that's a fan favorite type of thing. Like those people are only going to get plucked because fans really react to them. So make sure it's a project that you feel passionate about. And then just know who you are. If you're a fun person, be able to tell me why you're fun. My biggest, I'm sure you're getting into it now so you can relate. One of my biggest pet peeves is when someone's like, I'm the life of the party.
1: And they're talking like this.
2: Hey. Yeah. Hey, I'm the life of the party. I'm oh, the life of the party. Love that fun. How are you? Like, you tell
0: me, like, yeah, how are you the life I of the party? I tell jokes and you I'm know, hilarious. Yeah. You know,
2: my friends <laughs> just say I'm like really funny and I'm just so crazy and outgoing. And it's like, no, I need to, like, I need you to be like, freshman year of college, I was there to go streaking and I did and I stole the school mascot and da da, da, da. Like, I want, like, like if you bring that to life. If you're right. going to be, because we want archetypes, it's just like a movie. You want a protagonist, you want an antagonist. You want the sassy best friend. You want all these people. Right. So it's like reality TV is no different from it's like that. like
0: Characters, you yeah, it is. Know yeah. who
2: you are and have the evidence to back it up. Don't make up who you are because you're not going to be able to keep it up. Yeah, that's that true. is a fact. You're not yeah. going to be have, able to keep do it. Do people up. do that? Yes. What do, do people do? People try to be the villain. Yes.
0: Really, and don't yeah.
1: succeed. Yes. Is it embarrassing? Yes.
0: Can yeah, you give I an wouldn't example? last long. I'd be like, because oh, I'll I, never. Mind.
2: I am a great like, judge of character, uh-huh. which I think is why I'm good at what I do. And so if I catch you giving Annie... If I feel like you're giving Annie sense of, like, a faux pas of, like, who you are as a person, I'm going to set up the questions to be, like... To push to push it. to right. to, to see... Because, like, we don't want someone who's straight-up evil. We don't want someone who's straight-up evil. Yeah, know I mean? like, really. Yeah. Like a, we got our first serial <laughs> killer. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. It's, like... There are so many questions that are, it's kind of like a therapy session, honestly. Yeah. Like, you you kind of feel like you're putting these people through therapy because you're like, well, why do you think you do that? Uh-huh. Tell me about your parents. Did your dad hug you enough? Like, <laughs> yeah. you're kind of going through it. But yeah, people, that's a, that's a quick way to like burn yourself out is if you're trying to be someone you're not. Like, your story is interesting. Everyone has an interesting story. There's a space for everyone. Mm-hmm. Don't force yourself into a space you don't belong because it's not going to, it comes to light
0: right yeah Yeah.
2: it's kind of like the same i know this is like a different type of example but i've always said
1: like you know how people blow up on tiktok or whatever the social media platform is of the moment and then they get a netflix show or they turn into an actress or whatever so i feel like so many people hate on that and my stance with that has always been or even if it's a reality show my stance is like okay look if you had that opportunity you would probably take it yourself but what i think happens is the talent is going to come to light or not So if you're given that opportunity to be in a Netflix movie, if you don't have the talent to back it up, that's not going to last like it comes to light. So I'm like, it really just has to speak for itself. Some people might have the talent. We can't put everybody in a box and be like, all TikTokers can't act. That's Mm -hmm. not true. Like, we make TikToks. I feel like we can act. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I just feel like it has to speak for itself. And that's the same kind of thing where it's like, dude, your true self comes out.
0: Regardless, you can't hide
1: also we have three minutes and I just want to quickly say this yeah and then ask you a question if we can get through it follow us on Instagram YouTube not Twitter TikTok at overwhelmed podcast I've been so shitty at promoting this dude like I'm gonna get there but with three minutes left can I just try to explain real quick what happened on the fucking bachelor
0: okay and get your opinion yeah yeah speed
1: round of the bachelor okay whole seasons happen you know hometowns rolls around These girls are like invested as they are, but like these girls all have like super deep stories like with their families, like their families are like, you better not hurt her. She's been through X, Y, and Z. Like you're really feeling sorry for these girls. Okay. One girl holds like sex very high and like, you know, she doesn't, she only does that with somebody who she's in a committed relationship with. It's important to her. So this man goes on fucking hometowns with all these girls. One of them gets del- deleted. One of them gets sent home. Deleted. And then fantasy, Damn it. Dude, I'm horrible at explaining this. Fantasy suites come. This man on The Bachelor, Clayton, he sleeps with two of them. Okay. And he and then, just
0: so happens to tell each one the same thing. He told both of them same. back to back,
1: I'm in love with you or I'm falling in love with you, yes. sleeps with them. Then yes. goes to the last one, which is Susie, which is the one who's like, I don't just have sex with anybody. And... He fully fucking gaslights her to her face because she's like, you know, for me to move forward, I need to know, have you told another girl you love her? Have you slept with another woman? He's like, yeah, both of them, actually. Dude, in this moment, he flips a switch on her and he's like, well, if this was a deal breaker for you, like, you should have told me. I can't. He
0: tries to blame the shit on
1: He's like, well, her. if this is how you are, They don't even want you here. Her. Like, da, 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 da.
0: Yeah, I wanted to jump through the television and tell him what a typical asshole that he
1: was. Bro, you gotta watch it.
0: Oh my god. I've heard, I've heard
2: this because uh, someone actually just asked me about this scenario the other night at dinner and like how did I feel about it? And I think he is in full agency to sleep who w- with who he wants to sleep with. Right. Okay. However, you have to respect the thing about sexual freedom is sexual freedom, you have to respect someone who's sexually free in the way that they sleep with a lot of people and you also have to respect the people who don't want to sleep with a lot of people. Right. Sexual freedom right. is a... Is, respect and freedom of all sexual I agree. I agree. And so if she doesn't, if she chooses to not want to be with you because you chose to have sex with two other people. That's her boundary. Because to her, that says that you're not as invested in her as she is in you. Right. She has the agency to do that. And you are, you have the agency to have slept with those two girls, but you have to respect that she's not into it. Right. Dude.
0: Right. No, that's exactly
2: right. It's the sex part. And, but what really got
1: me to be honest was him straight telling these girls, I am falling in love with you. He tells Rachel, I love you.
0: What really got me was just his audacity, the way he treated her. Oh, my God. And the way, like, when he put her in the car and everything. I mean, she's been going through it just, you know, she's been having to put up with all these women and his dates and all that. I mean I know it's a show and everything but still they have feelings. Yeah, those feelings are. You know really what off. I mean? And they're him, invested. Yeah. And for him to just be like it doesn't matter anything that we that you say right now. Like, I can't or, even tr-
1: I don't even know who I I'm thought, looking at. you know
0: what? I think like, I would have looked around and told him, "Hey, I've got an idea for you. Fuck off, you <laughs> bastard." You know, I mean, I'm sorry about that, but that's just how I was so mad.
1: I was just mad. because
0: own it. Hey, yeah, like you say, he didn't own it at he, all. You have the freedom to do. I mean, he can do whatever he wants. Yes, he can. But just to blatantly, I mean, he had the freedom to be a complete asshole, and he was. I'm Damn. very disappointed in him. And that's a wrap. Thanks for listening. <laughs> do, 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 do. Do, 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 do. I never know how Bye, to end it. Everybody. Over. Thanks for hanging out with us. We'll see you next time.